try to remember how to do this, but uh, welcome back to Calling the Dogs with Chansey and Chi. Uh, it's been a minute, uh, so I'm trying to remember how this how this goes, but uh, I've missed you, man. It's been it's been too long since we've talked. I've missed you. I, um, you know, you just bring it in. It's an intro. Uh, just welcome back to Calling the Dogs. Sorry. I said the same thing over and over again. Uh, no, we're back, baby. We are back. Um, we it's like we never left. We feel like, but it has it has been a long time, man. I mean, that's it's been almost a month since we last recorded something along those lines. But we got some uh, we got some dogs dogs news to talk about. Uh, really ac- across the board. Uh, uh, big news yesterday with uh, or as of us recording this uh, National Signing Day, and so got got a few more. Uh, big names added to the added to the list of guys coming in for for this upcoming season, the 2019 season. So we're pumped about that. But then, uh, real big news was our our boys uh, coming back to the state and coming and playing in, in uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, so we had, uh, I guess, technically we had five guys um, that were uh, on rosters in the Super Bowl, but uh, really had three guys playing. Uh, but was phenomenal to see that the dogs were all over, uh, all over the news and just uh, being the headliners uh, for the for the Super Bowl uh, this year, which was just just cool to see. Uh, cool to see our boys out there. Yeah, and I, I know we were kind of talking about it beforehand, but man, some of those videos that they put out right before the Super Bowl that was like kind of highlighting all the guys that were playing in it, and the fact that Sony and and Ty were were going head to head, and they played together for a year. You know, these are guys that two guys that starting running backs in the Super Bowl, and they are playing. They played, you know, back in 2014 for the University of Georgia together. So it's um, I mean, it's wild, man, and and it's something that we need to get more used to. I mean, I think there was two teams in the entire playoffs that didn't have a dog on the roster, and shame on them for not having one. <laughs> yeah, those idiots. <laughs> that's why they. That's why they lost. That's why yep. they lost. But that's no, the it's. Reason. It's like a, it's interesting because, you know, fun fact, the Dogs are the only team, only only college to have three Super Bowl MVPs in the history of their program. Oh. Can, can, you, can you name the three? Well, there's Heinz Ward. Uh-huh. Uh, there. Another one's pretty obvious. The third one's not. Um. Oh my God! What you want to get? You want to give you a decade or something? Yeah, do something. It's in in, in the nineties. In the nineties. So we got Heinz Ward. Oh, uh, Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the second one is Terrell Davis. The third one is our our, our boy Jake Scott with the oh, Miami yeah. Dolphins. Yes, I forgot. Oh, that that and that's that's awesome. I mean, like we we've um, I, I think it was just really cool to and and sony's story i mean and for him to have the success that he did during this during this playoff and uh it, it was just fun to watch i mean no matter what you think about the patriots i've never been more <laughs> i've never been i've never been excited about <laughs> cheering for the patriots play but watching him run the ball i mean he had a really good season they 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 did a they did the bill belichick thing and running back by committee and uh, but Sony kind of headed that up, and and they stuck with him all year. I mean, he had a really good year, but uh, playoffs, man, he just—I don't know what they did, but <clears throat> he just 
he he was I mean there were, how he had a over I forget how many yards he had one game, but um well over a hundred, uh, but had six touchdowns in the postseason and a touchdown in the Super Bowl. I mean, it, it was nuts, man. I was just I was proud of how they played and. Uh, David Andrews played well. Um, I mean, as much as you could. But I mean, it was a defensive game. But I mean, he had to uh, he had to cover that that line. Was it uh, uh, Arnold? Uh, Aaron Donald. His, well, yeah, no, Donald, he, yeah. he had Aaron Donald and and so <laughs> yeah, that criminal on on and, uh, on him all day. Can, could you imagine? I mean, David Andrews has bulked up a lot since he's been in the NFL. But like back in the day. I mean, he, he had a little bit of size to him, but he was still an undersized center in college. And then he gets to the NFL. He's not only snapping. Tom Brady touches his private parts every play, every day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and and across the line from him is Ndamukong Su, who, you know, obviously back in the day was like all Big 12, all SEC, I mean SEC, all, all, uh, all, all American and everything like that. And then it comes to the NFL. He's one of the most dominant and terrifyingly uh, dangerous players. He's, he's, you know, everybody that asked him was like, yeah, we, you know, we heard that you were just like one of the dirtiest players in the NFL. Like these, these, these reporters, you know, string being reporters are like, yeah, you're known as the most dirty player in the NFL. I'm like, you're crazy, man. There's only one thing to separate. There's like a gate that's separating you from this guy who could rip you limb from limb. And you're He'll gonna kill call him. you. Yeah. So like, no matter what you call him, he he could literally kill you. So anyway, uh, that's kind of beside the point. But yeah, uh, David Andrews has two of the greatest defensive tackles or defensive end defensive tackles in in the country, in the NFL, in the, basically in the world. And he's holding his own, man. I mean, Aaron Donald, did, did you see that play where he threw Tom Brady down? I can't believe it didn't get flagged. But I was like, God. <laughs> you is grown. <laughs> and uh, it, it was, it, it was. I mean, it was a defensive game, and, and uh, but uh, it was good to see uh, Sony get in there. And then there's obviously all the drama around Todd and him not getting the, getting the ball and uh, whether he was hurt and all that kind of stuff. Um but had a good had a good playoff leading up to those last two games. I mean, he played well. Um, he played well when he did play. So I mean, I don't know what went on there, and you could speculate all you want. But uh, overall, just a good showing for the dogs. I mean, our guys are really representing us well in the NFL. Uh, Todd is on like every other ad I see. Yeah. Um, he is just killing it, and uh, and I think Sony Sony's going to do the same thing. Uh, Chubbs. Chubb's doing doing phenomenally well. All of our defensive guys. I mean, Roquan's being a being a beast. I mean, it, it was just cool to see those guys in the Super Bowl. Uh, and I'm, I'm with you. I think I really think our guys are on some teams that are that are going to be kind of in that conversation for the next few years for sure. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, our boys getting into the playoffs more, and, and uh, it gives me more reason to watch the, the playoffs because the Falcons probably won't be there, so uh, <laughs> there's, there's that. So, Well, but, you know, uh, another thing that I was looking forward to is, you know, a lot of people noticed that Nick Chubb had a fantastic rookie year, and I, th- I think it was kind of him, Baker, and Saquon were in the, uh, were in the like, running for the rookie of the year, and I, um... You know, I think if Chubb had started the entire year, he would have actually won it. 
And I think Saquon deserved it, but at the same time, it's like, man, for Chubb to have literally, I mean, he, he didn't really start until like week six or seven, one of the two. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, he turns it on. He's averaging like 100 yards a game, a uh, touchdown and a half a game. Like, maybe not that, but that's kind of incredible. But <laughs> he, he did have <laughs> I was a lot. To say, that's, that's bold. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, and, and and speaking of stats, though, Sony, I did want to say, I mean, Sony in the Super Bowl, a lot of people were like, "Oh, well, he scored a touchdown, and that's all he did." He almost had 100 yards. He averaged 5.2 yards a carry. I know he had he had that long one long run, um, and then he he had a couple like you know eight or ten yarders, um, but he he still was productive. Oh yeah, in a, in an extremely defensive game that was just like nothing was working except for Edelman catching a pass and Sony running for the ball I mean, running for for the first down. Tom Brady was off. Tom Brady oh, didn't yeah. look good. I, well, the, I which is weird. Like I don't know if I've ever seen it like that. Well, and it was I mean, the the Rams defense that had been spotty at times. I mean, I don't know. But Wade Phillips was ready to go. He he had them. Like them, them primed, and it was uh, it, it I mean, I, from a defense standpoint, it was I loved watching that. I love watching the, the defense play like that. Um, so, uh, but Sony was able to produce for and for him, like that long run, that was it was kind of at a crucial moment for them to kind of keep them from getting the ball back. But I mean, the Rams had no shot offensively. I mean, golf looked like uh, a scared. 10 year old back there like he couldn't put anything together <laughs> and um I, they, I mean it, but sony was hold, like i said holding his own and then when todd got the ball he produced so, i mean it, it wasn't often but i mean he had a few he had a few good runs and so um I, it was just one of those games possession i mean time of possession and field position kind of gave you your your opportunities and uh and when you can run the ball with any kind of uh, uh, efficiency, and someone who was able to do that, he kind of helped give them that, at least give them field position and chew up the clock and stuff like that. So uh, our boys did well. Our boys did well. And then we had, uh, and then I think you sent out the video of him him getting on the Jimmy Kimmel uh, Jimmy Kimmel show. J- I mean, Jimmy Fallon. Had, uh, Jimmy Fallon. No, it was it was Kimmel. Was it Kimmel? It was Kimmel. You're the one that sent the video out. Pretty sure it was Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. No, I, it wasn't me. It was uh, Todd. It was definitely Kimmel because I was watched it, it. Was it Kimmel? Uh, man, yeah. Well, he had to fl- he had to fly out to L.A. to to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're probably right. I just uh, yeah. No, it was on the Kimmel. Uh, Gronk was on Fallon. Gronk okay. was on Fallon. I'm sorry. There, one of the Jimmys. But he, I can't I mean, say I've ever actually like sat down and watched either one of those shows. Oh, like I've only ever seen clips of them. So not. there's two but Jimmys. But you definitely do see a lot of those guys kind of go into a situation, especially their first time, and just, like, botch it up. Like, they don't know how to talk, and they don't know how to kind of play the crowd and stuff like that. And Sony was just a natural. He just – he was feeling it. He had the crowd going. <laughs> like, he was, had a freaking grill in. Like, yeah. And then he he's talking about his fanny pack. He's like, this is this is my, my grill sack. <laughs> yeah, he said, before you, before you ask – this is my fanny pack <laughs> and it's like a gucci grills. it's like a gucci fanny pack oh my gosh he's like this is where and, i put my grills and, and and like he like starts to take them out and, and you can see oh yeah all right so i i can kind of vividly remember kimmel like leaning up like what the hell is he about to do with these grills that have diamonds in them and all this stuff and he's like hold up 
I'm not about to just put them in that. That's crazy. And then he takes out this like, little box and places them in there and then all this stuff. But he took off, Sonny Michelle took off his grills out of his mouth on national television. And you got to love that. And it, 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 he even turned to the audience. He was just like, he's like, y'all never seen anybody take a grill out, have you? <laughs> Which I thought about it and I was like, I never have. <laughs> what? All those... All those people in the audience are like, nope, I can't well, see that. Def- and then, well, then he definitely mentioned uh, that his dad wanted to get uh, quote unquote lit. <laughs> he did the air quotes, <laughs> and he was like, he wanted to get lit. <laughs> well, he said he's like, he's like, yeah. I mean, because Kimmel was like, well, what was it like? And he was like describing Tom Brady uh, sitting up in the VIP thing, and like everybody was taking pictures of him, and Sony was like. Man, I'm gonna take some pictures of him too. <laughs> and like, starts like taking a video and picture and something, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I was just out there on the field with him, but like, I'm pretty starstruck still." <laughs> but uh, no, he he, uh, he was talking about. He's like, "Yeah, my mom was ready to go home," <laughs> and, and then he's like, "But my dad was trying to get lit." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. It was awesome. And then the and then David Andrews showed out during the parade. Uh, he's my spirit animal. <laughs> David Andrews is my spirit animal. I don't know if you saw, but I changed my group me uh, photo did, to him. Oh, did you? Yeah, my avatar is a picture of David Andrews with the flowing hair and shades on from the parade right now. With 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 a uh, no shirt, no shirt, no problem. Kind I kind of I kind of zoomed in on the face so that it wasn't showing like his bare nipples or anything like that. So well, well. Can I say nipples on the podcast? Is that okay? I think so. Oh, that'll be all right. Uh, the, but yeah, that uh, it, it was funny. They they lived it up. Uh, so it, it it was cool. It was cool to see them um, see see them being successful. Dude, David Andrews has been in the super or in the uh, Super Bowl every year. Of him, he, b- he literally being has. In the, in the NFL. Because and because they wait, yeah. Was he the center whenever they beat the Falcons? Yeah, he was there, wasn't he? Yeah, no, you're right. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah, he's he's won two. Yeah, he's won two. Yeah. And that was the last one. That was the last one they won. Like, oh, two, three years ago, whatever. Crazy. God, it feels so long. Uh, but it, <clears throat> but it was cool. It was a cool, cool, cool deal to watch our our, our guys win. So like, I literally had no qualms uh, with what happened in that game because we were gonna have boys win either way, and that was what all I was really concerned about. So it it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I had my uh, my hairstylist i don't know if is is that what you call a a woman barber i don't know a hairstylist you call uh, him your barber <laughs> what call is, your... anyway barber whatever <laughs> so anyway uh shout out to hattie at bulldog barbers i hope you get around to hearing this at some point but yeah we were talking about it and she's just like you know what it didn't really matter who won that game because it was a win-win anyway and she's just talking about She's just talking about how Sony and, and Ty were like two of her favorite players, and you know what? That's great. That's fantastic. And she's right. She's, she, she's, she's right. She's exactly right. Hattie, yeah. Hattie hit the nail on the head there. Hattie, Hattie's awesome. Everybody go to Bulldog Barbers. It's not an advertisement, but pretty much an advertisement. Uh, anyway, anyway, um, well, anyway, we, David Andrews is is over there doing the Stone Cold Steve Austin, probably still, uh, you know, parade style uh, on top of a duck boat, shirtless. Uh, Gronk, I don't know if you saw this, not dog related, but Gronk also was like fondling his girlfriend's 
breasts on top of the duck boat. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. He was like grabbing her, and I was like, "That is uncomfortable to watch." I'm sure it was very uncomfortable to be standing next to him on top of that duck boat. And then uh, Tom Brady had the one-handed snag. Did you see that? Yes, I did see that. Yeah. That was awesome. Anyway, I'm just highlighting all the Patriots highlights from the parade, <laughs> which the best of the best of was certainly uh, David Andrews. But uh, anyway, uh, you got any more comments on the uh, Super Bowl? Go dogs! <laughs> go dogs! Go dogs! Five in the Super Bowl. I think Ramik actually did play a little bit on punt team or kickoff. So he got. I mean, we had four dogs that played, and if Isaiah Wynn had not torn his ACL, I'm pretty confident that he would have been starting on the offensive line so that's always good too um well let's move into the next big story from yesterday uh which was national signing day not a very not an extremely eventful national signing day for the dogs i mean it was i mean for the most part we had wrapped up everything back in december um with the exception of tyreek stevenson uh, committed in january i believe and then I'm pretty sure that's it. I'm pretty sure it was it was like Stevenson, and then we got George Pickens, five-star receiver yesterday, who flipped from Auburn. You know what's so funny, Patrick Chancy? Patrick Chancy? George Pickens flipped from Auburn to Georgia, and I have read nothing from Auburn fans except for they're paying him. Right? <laughs> Yeah. For an Auburn fan to be saying that, I don't really have a good analogy right now. <laughs> but for an Auburn fan to be saying that after they're they're the dirtiest program in the SEC, as far oh, as I'm concerned, absolutely. And for them for them to be complaining about and saying that somebody else is is paying somebody to go, well, well, we must have shelled out a lot of money for to, to take them. <laughs> if if that, but I don't think we did. I don't on the record. I don't think we did. But still, what you know? Did you see what he said? I don't know if you saw the interview. I, I, but, didn't, I didn't see what he said, but I saw that there was the headline was like Auburn player pissed off or whatever. So, <clears throat> well, well, George Pickens, the actual recruit, he he was like, they were like, look, what was the difference? And he's like, he's like, I've known Gus Malzahn. Like his mom apparently is like really good friends with Gus Malzahn. Like he's like, I've known Gus all my life. He's like a, a father to me, kind of thing. Uh, you know, we, we talk all the time. It's really personal and all this stuff. Uh, so whenever I called him and told him I was going to Georgia, it, was, it wasn't that bad. And I'm just like, okay, he's sitting here saying all this stuff. And then they were like, well, what's the difference between the two? Like, what drew you to Georgia? And he said, well, you know, you just got to factor in, you know, the, the winning factor. <laughs> <laughs> and I sat back. I said, George, George, George. There's a chance you don't qualify, although I, apparently he's there's a good chance that he does. But there's a chance he doesn't. But I said, George, that that was about the smartest thing you've said your entire life when you said that. The winning factor is the the difference between Auburn and Georgia, and and on the field, off the field, there's a thousand different differences. But anyway, I just thought that was funny. I was like, man, you you right, bro, you right. No, it, it's a, I mean it's a big deal. I mean we. We kind of owned Alabama uh, for for recruiting this year, which yeah. is uh, had the top two recruits from Alabama, which has never happened. Uh, the, obviously, they always go to one or the other uh, school from Alabama because they they brainwash their children and 
from a from a young age but uh we 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 made some impact. We made some ripples outside of, of Georgia this year, and and doing that in Alabama just kind of proves uh, Kirby's got the mojo. Uh, and, and we're we're and even with the coaching turnover that we've had, we haven't had any problems. I mean, obviously signing day was or early signing day. We got the bulk of our recruits, but we still got some great recruits with with new coaching coaching staff and that kind of thing. So or, or change in positions, which kind of helps uh, for our situation. But um, I, I thought it was pretty impressive for us to still kind of have a – where a lot of people thought that it could have been a very just kind of meh into the recruiting season, and, and we ended up having a pretty – a very successful day. I mean, just a really a stellar – another stellar year uh, for, for recruiting. Um, so it, it was I, – I was I was happy. I mean, I was excited. I, I think uh, Pickens is a huge pickup. And then we got uh, uh, the transfer from Tennessee, the grad transfer. Right. Um, what was his name? Last name is Wolf. I don't Eli Wolf. Does that sound uh, right? Yeah. Something, something like I, that. I, rem- I remember something like that. But uh, so stealing one of Tennessee's out from out from under him was, well, we was did, always great. We did get a commitment from a tight end. We got uh, Brett Scyther, I think is right. how you say his last right. name. So, I mean, basically the tight end room is full now. Which is great because we lost Nada, and who else did we lose? <laughs> we lost uh, the guy that uh, Jackson Harris. Yeah. Oh well, no, no, no. Jack- Jackson Harris graduated, but then uh, Luke Ford transferred. That's right. Right. That's right. So we so, and and I think a lot of it too. The, the positions that we got with Pickens and uh, with Scyther was was kind of like you mentioned the the, the cupboard had some room uh the tight end cupboard was basically empty <laughs> yeah and uh and so there was a lot of there there was a lot of room in the end and then wide receiver wise i mean you're losing you're losing godwin um Mikol's leaving um so we've got uh, ridley leaving so we've got opportunity for guys to step up there so i think uh i i think pick and saw some some room for some immediate playing time so uh we'll we, we got some we got some we got some key players to, to fill those those roles, um, so I feel like it was a very obviously a very successful uh, recruiting season. There are stars everywhere. Well, you know, I was I was kind of confused. I was like, well, do, do you need how many tight ends do you really need on the roster? Because we had before all this happened, we still had three uh, we still had three scholarship tight ends. We had Charlie. Um, Charlie Fitzpatrick, and then who's the third one? <laughs> Char- Charlie Fitzpatrick, and then huh? As I say, shows how much they played last year. <sighs> Dang it! It's gonna kill me. I don't know. Who it is. Oh no! Well, we still had uh, Ryland coming in, Ryland right. Goat or or Geed or whatever his name is. We had him coming in, and then we picked up Scyther, and now we have. Wolf, and now all of a sudden it's like, well, it's kind of a crowded room. But, like, I mean, how many different – I mean, we probably used – I know we used Fitzpatrick. Uh, we used Luke Ford a little bit, but more in, like, a fullback position. And then we used uh, Werner, I mean, a decent amount. But then it was mostly Nada. I mean, Nada was in there for – I feel like he was a tight end for at least, like, you know, 70% of the snaps. No, yeah. So, I mean – I you bring up a valid point. So I, I 
I don't know why we have a lot of tight ends, but it's great. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I was like, I was like, I was like, how many tight ends? What? Who? Who? Who is what? Uh, but no, Pickens. Let me let me just say this about Pickens. Uh, there's a lot of guys that are comparing him to the the guy we discussed earlier, Justin Ross for Clemson. Uh, who both of them are from Alabama. Uh, both of them are like. I, not like rangy receivers. I mean, he's tall. He's like six five, six four, something like that. Yeah, he's six four. He's six four, just under two hundred pounds. Um, but he's apparently he's he's kind of more the Julio Jones type, where it's like, look, he's gonna go get it within a decent amount of space right here, and then he's gonna make somebody pay for trying to tackle him, kind of thing. Um, so anyway, I mean, I, I like the way he play. I watched a little bit of his highlights, and he's. Certainly impressive. There's a reason he's a five-star. Also, according to Rivals, we have the number one recruiting class in the country, which is fantastic. So, I mean, when you look at it up and, I mean, you know, across the board, our defensive talent in this class is, is like, unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. I mean, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, okay, we've got a crowded linebacker, linebacker room right now, and then we're about to add Nolan Smith, who is... Going to be an outside linebacker behind freaking Brenton Cox and Adam Anderson. Brenton Cox and Adam Anderson, like both like almost four stars last year. I think Adam actually became a five star. Uh, two guys that are just studs, and then we're gonna have we're gonna have like Jermaine Johnson come out there on the outside too, and then Nicobe Dean is gonna join Channing Tindall and whoever the hell else we have at inside linebacker. <laughs> Nate McBride, <laughs> uh, but no, like Ryan Davis. Ryan Davis is an underrated recruit in this class. I think. I mean, he's six three, two thirty two right now. Holy cow, man! How do they Nicole, make humans like this? I don't know. I I wish I knew. And here I am. I'm tiny, and <laughs> I'm thinking these kids are all bigger than me. And they're all about to be in college, and they're like almost a decade younger than me. <laughs> what? <laughs> Holy so, cow! Anyway, it, it, it's it's awesome, uh, and, and I think for us to be competing, I mean, we've got to we've got to be recruiting at this level, and um, and so it's I'm excited. I think it's we're still going to have a young team, so I, I'm. I think this year is going to be pretty. To me, is going to be very telling of Kirby. Um, this, I mean, this is it's kind of wild. This is his fourth year. I mean, this is his uh, fourth year of coaching, and and so that's that's kind of a a crazy. That's just kind of a crazy thought. But I mean, his culture is going to establish, and, and having this young team and is is his culture. I think we're going to start seeing the the truth of his culture, if you will, and how he manages all this young talent. And now it's this is all his team. I mean, these are all his guys, and right. um, and so I, I'm 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 excited to see what that looks <clears throat> like, um, and and see what what direction we're headed. Because if this class is any testament to it, we're 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 going the right we're going the right direction. I mean, this it's, is unbelievable. It's so, so I, I was reading earlier, actually, like, I'm, I'm kind of at a loss for words because I was reading that, you know, Rivals is is one of the few sites that, are like, I don't trust ESPN's rankings, but I trust, like, T- 247 
Um, and I also trust Rivals, but I follow Rivals because I think it's most in-depth and they have great articles and a great online community, blah, blah, blah. they got some good insiders on there, but somebody was saying that this is the first time they have a point system for every recruit, and if you're highly ranked recruits, obviously have more points. Well, basically they were saying, somebody was saying earlier that this is the first time in the history of Rivals that there's been consecutive number one classes to be over this threshold of points, like AKA just highly elite class, back-to-back years. And that's including Alabama, Chansey. That's including Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean... I can't state how important this is. (laughs) I I mean, it's just unbelievable. And And I'm looking at it, and the only thing I can think of is I just really, really, really wish we had a... I mean, we, we've got boys. We've got two five-star running backs from last year, okay? Zamir, I think, could have a breakout year if he heals right. Let's see if he has a good spring. But I just really wish that we landed one of the few big-time running backs this year. We had a chance at at least three different ones that were like – I mean, John Emery is going to LSU. I think he's a high four-star rank right now. But, I mean, he was, he was, he was committed to us for a decent while. And he's going to LSU, and he's literally in LSU's backyard. So it's just what what Kirby is doing right now is literally unprecedented, and it makes me think like like I've said, I mean, like how much of Nick Saban's success at Alabama because you don't you don't win unless you recruit well. That's college football. What look who who who's been in the national championship the past few years? Georgia, Alabama, Clemson. Literally Alabama and Clemson. <laughs> uh, who do you think's had the top been in the top five of the recruiting classes for the past decade? Alabama and Clemson, not so much Georgia, but now Georgia. It is it is literally the reason for success. And then I mean, then you have to have a coaching staff that that develops the players. But man, some of these guys can just go out there and you tell them like, "Hey, get open," and they're gonna get open, you know. <laughs> Anyway, I'm excited about it. Sorry, I'd going going on a little tangent there. No, I was very, I was, I was enjoying it. I was, I was appreciating it. Well, it, you know, you got to do what you can, got to do what you got to do in the off season, man. <laughs> well, that's what I was telling you. It's like I have to watch myself because basically, basically from here on out, now I'm just going to be going. I'm going to have this roller coaster of emotions throughout the year of like these just getting real excited. Like basically, what you're talking about, we're going to be we're getting the these unprecedented recruiting classes and everything's exciting we were in the sugar bowl this last year and we were in the yeah. playoff the year before and like all this kind of stuff and then i'm just gonna i'm gonna be in some kind of valley of just like <laughs> i was like we got our ass kicked in the sugar bowl like we <laughs> we're going downhill <laughs> like all this kind of stuff and then i'll come back up to the top and get excited and and that's going to be the end of this weekend. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then it's going to keep just doing that until, uh, until kickoff uh, uh, this fall. So, but I, I'm, I, am, I am excited. I, it, it's, it's, it's fun. This, is a, this is a fun time. I mean, I think, I think the Sugar Bowl kind of, and what happened there, hum, I think. For about a got, month. Yeah. We were we were in the the gutter, man. Oh man, it was not it, was, it was not pretty. It was not pretty, but we got. I think we got what we needed. Uh, we needed that, um, and I, I think 
we're having a recruiting class like this. I mean, I think I, it just gets me excited because I, we're, we're setting ourselves up and um, having two, three recruiting classes like this in a row. That that's a foundation, man. When like when like it's we've never had that before, and and, and now you're kind of getting in. Like, and I don't like comparing to Alabama, but like what Alabama does when they're literally their coaching staff turnover is absurd. Like their coaching staff is just always gone, but you know what? They still win, right. and a lot of that is just having thoroughbreds in your stable. Yeah, and I mean it's yeah. just like my horse is going to run faster than your horse, and uh, because they're just better, and right. and and that's. But obviously, there's a lot like the coaching. You got to be able to coach the guys. And um, but coaching aside, if my player is better than your player, nine times out of ten, my player is going to win. And so that's yeah. That, you're you're just doing math. That's just well, that's just math. So you were talking about yeah, that. That's math. It's math. <laughs> it's science. It's science. Uh, so you were talking about like consistency, and you know Kirby's been here for four years, right? So he came in. Uh, right after you know, Rick Rick was pushed out, I guess in a way, uh, or retired, or whatever, uh, you know, and he had to salvage that class in 2016. Kirby ended up. I mean, this is all rivals rankings, but Kirby ended up having a top 10 class. You know, number we were at number nine that year. The following year, we were number three, and everybody was like, "Man, we got some boys this year." I mean, this is incredible. 2017 the best class we've ever had on paper and you saw it last year man immediately i mean i mean every time we played on national television every announcer every commentator was like this is the youngest team in america you know this is this they're playing more freshmen than anybody in america and all this stuff and it's because it's like well i i hate to say it but man we just we we are recruiting guys that are replacing others now don't get me wrong that 2017 team, the foundation of that team were guys that that Mark Rick recruited. I mean, the I mean, you obviously Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle, Lorenzo Carter, Davin Bellamy, all those guys were from Rick. You know, they were recruited by Rick. There's certain guys that I think Kirby and his staff turned like Isaiah. I think Isaiah Wynn. I think Kirby and his staff took them. They said, "Look, took him," and they said, "Look, he he can be this good," and they made him that good. So. I don't know. You gotta establish that foundation. We we you know we go from nine to three to one to one. You know according to rivals. And if you do that, you start to win. Oh, also, getting off my serious point real quick. I did want to bring this up before I forgot about it. There was a t- there was a point like before the before the Sugar Bowl when I was still like okay the Justin Fields stuff is a distraction, but we're gonna beat Texas. Whenever I was still like feeling good about myself and Georgia football. Um, I like my, my wife and I were getting ready for bed and I, I looked at her and I said like, you know what what are we going to do in the off season <laughs> <laughs> and, and she just laughed I mean she lost it and she's just like now we'll randomly come into the office and be like hey Cole uh, what what are we going to do in the off season <laughs> and I'll just be like I don't know <laughs> what is off season <laughs> <laughs> just just wait I, I i told her the other day i said well we got national signing day and then i don't know what the hell we're gonna do and then and then g-day comes around which g-day is like one of the most overrated things but it is fun to go watch 
and see like you know some of the early enrollees and see how they've performed uh last year obviously it was it was good because we got to see justin fields and all that so well uh, it, it gives you a little fix like it's not right. it's not a lot but it, it gets you where you need to go uh kind of deal and uh it kind of you get everybody goes to athens and it's just a good mm-hmm. it's like okay you're gonna it's like here's a little taste you'll get this in like four months just just make it just get there it's, it's been yeah. four months since you've had it here's another yeah. four months <laughs> kind of, yeah, kind of yeah. Deal. <laughs> well the, the thing is i was like look as long as we can get to the summer and enjoy this the summer's fun you know it's like and there's a lot of stuff like you're reading about all these players that are like you know bulking up and all this stuff like, there's plenty to read during the summer but then like you, you're also distracted because you're enjoying the sun you're getting out on the lake whatever going to the beach and then it's like well football season's here again let me rev up the engines. This is going to be a great time. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm excited about it. I'm, you know, just looking across across the depth chart, we're going to be still pretty young again next year. A lot of people are raising concerns about the receiving core, and I, I get that, especially with the departure of Riley Ridley. That I yeah. think that will have the biggest impact because if we could have had Ridley and Holloman like you know across from each other. You can put a lot of guys in the slot. That'd be good. But the fact that we picked up Pickens and he may be an immediate starter, not just a contributor, he may start next year. He's that good. Um, Makes me feel a lot better. Dominique Blaylock, he's the unheralded receiver in this class. Well, also Makia Tung, but I think Makia Tung is a little bit more of a project. But Blaylock is an amazing player. And he's probably going to play a little slot. He might play a little bit of uh, the wide receiver too. Um, but man, I mean that guy. That guy is just like he's been committed to it. He committed to us like a year and a half ago. He signed in December. You don't ever hear about the guy posting anything on social media. He is a no nonsense guy. He's going to put his head down and get to work. I'm excited. I'm I'm like almost as excited about him as I am about Pickens. But Pickens is like you know five star guy. So. Six four, six four one ninety, pretty cool. Like five stars are just kind of like, I just expect them now, you know. Yeah, <laughs> we so, yeah. We were so freaking spoiled, but it, it's a special time, man. I, I'm excited, uh, and I'm excited to be doing this with you and and us sharing this moment of of talking about uh, this this wonderful sport and, and these and the, the wonderful game of football and. Up the University of Georgia, and I just want to say this: I, I enjoy this, and I've missed you. I've missed you dearly know, it's, over it's this. It's been time. too long. It's too long, and you're and you're too far away. You should come visit. I mean, do I need to give you a reason to drive up from Valdosta to Athens? I don't think I do. No, no, uh, it's happening soon. I'm. Uh, the problem is my work is basically my work is getting scheduled out like a week at a time, so I never know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's kind of this weird thing when you come back into a family business, you don't have a job description, so you're just doing everything. <laughs> uh, but uh, enjoying that. But I am I'm <clears throat> getting my life in some sort of a structure to where I will be uh, coming north uh, soon, very very Please. soon. So Please. it's, it's going to happen. And like there's there's weekends like this weekend I, I might have to work on Saturday but then after that like my wife is going to Atlanta my so, wife yeah I don't know if she wants me to say her name I probably have already said her name on the podcast before but the only people that listen those people that know us you don't know that <laughs> 
Yeah, you're probably right. For the most part, for the most part. But um, yeah, I mean, man, I'm excited about the future. It's gonna be good. I mean, I'm looking at this the list of the you know guys on this team, and it's just, I mean, on this class, I mean, it's just incredible talent. And we're gonna continue. Nolan Smith is like the guy, the five star guy that's been committed to us for like two years now, and he may be the best out of all of them. I mean, they're saying that that he may he may get in there and start immediately. So, which is awesome. That's what we want, man. That's what we want. Where when when you can say that about a lot of guys in your class, uh, and not just out of pure necessity, mm-hmm. uh, because you're like you, we don't have anybody there. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's 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 exciting. So uh, I'm pumped up. It's gonna. Do be- you follow Do you follow Nolan Smith on uh, Instagram? I don't think so. Do I need to do that right now? You should because he he's like he's got he he's got a great personality. Like you want a guy like that on your team. Like not only a stud on the field, but like he's kind of that Richard LeCount type figure in this class. Like everybody loves the guy. <laughs> he had a video that he was Clay Webb. Whenever it was like freaking twenty five degrees in Athens, Clay Webb had like khakis khaki shorts on and boots on <laughs> and no one no one was like what are those <laughs> and he's like man what are you doing <laughs> so anyway i i like a guy that's gonna be able to cut up but then you know when it, when, when it comes game time he's gonna dominate and that's uh that's pretty much what you get out of that guy well it's it's gonna be fun I, i'm i'm excited it looks like we got some personalities so it's gonna be a fun year man but um uh, I think it's safe to say we will be doing some stuff in the off season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're gonna we we got to get our own our own fix, and so we'll be we'll be coming back to uh, to talk about uh, God knows what, uh, but <laughs> we'll talk about something. Uh, so uh, well, we gotta we gotta do two things. We have to do the drinking podcast, yes, where we just reminisce. Yes. Or hey, something. let's hey, let's just go ahead and call it. We're gonna do that one live when I come up. When I come up, let's let's. Do well, it. I was I was about to say we need to start doing we need to do some YouTube live podcasts yeah. that nobody will watch, but we'll record them <laughs> so that people can listen to them later, <laughs> and then maybe nobody will listen to them anyway. Uh, but yeah, man, just come on up, man. Come on up. We'll Knocking just up, have we'll a good some, time. We'll do some we'll do some scheduling. We'll make it happen. So, um, but any, anything else you want to tell the tell the good people? Of the dog nation before we sign off on this uh, no. now, now humid evening. I, I I think I've said too much. I feel like I've talked a lot. So I'm just going to say go dogs. Hey. And you're going to say dogs on top. <laughs> say you read, it. You read my mind. Dogs on top. <laughs> good night. Bye. Or good morning. Or whenever you listen to this, good something. Thank <laughs> <That> God. <going. laughs>